Mark Drumheller joining us right now on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline. Dr. Paul Glatt's filled up his leading hair restoration. Dr. Check him out online, drglatt.com. It is a Friday at 5.30. It's good to talk to you, my friend. Drum, what is going on with this FCS league? What What can you tell me? We're about two to three weeks into this bad boy. Each week, it seems like we're getting some new teams, uh, getting some, some PT here. What are you seeing? What are you liking? What needs to be changed? Your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, nothing needs to be changed. It's football, man, and I love football. I do it, you know, 12 months around the year if I could, so spring football is good with me. Um, it's interesting, you know, Deion Sanders, right, he had his coaching debut last week, um, and, you know, that went off, big win for them. They won by, like, 50-plus points against Edward Waters, and, you know, there was some issue with he thought he got stuff stolen from his locker after the game. Mm-hmm. You know, that was interesting. So you get that kind of funny stuff, but I'll tell you what, it's, teams are lining up. They're playing football. They're going to try and run it. They're going to try and pass it. And you got to figure out which ones are going to be successful. And that's what I like doing. I like tearing up these games. Not a lot of information, but, you know, you dig harder and, you know, you try and find an edge. So, as far as last week, last week you were 2 and 2, and I apologize, did not catch your place, but I did hear from a number of people that, like, damn, drama is all over that new college football league. And it's, it's the spring. It's not so much the new league, it's just new time of being played. But, um, as far as last week is concerned, did you go with teams that everybody would know of, or were you dealing with programs that even you had to do a bunch of research on? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much starting from ground zero, so we're doing research on everybody. Um, last week was interesting. It was uh, good in a lot of ways. You know, the games that we won, I felt really good about. Um, Tarleton State was a team where I talked about, you know, their motivation. They were a, a D2 team, a powerhouse, right, in D2. They moved up to D1. You know, they had their debut the week before, a game that they dominated. They had some early turnovers in the first quarter in the red zone. And then up by 14 with five minutes left, they took their foot off the gas, put in the backup quarterback, ended up, you know, blowing the game, losing the 14-point lead, losing the game in overtime. So a lot went into how they would respond the following week because they were playing New Mexico State, which is a, an FBS team, right? Not a good one, but an FBS-quality team that was kind of treating these games, these spring games, like the preseason. They talked about getting everybody reps and whatnot. And, you know, you, you saw the line move away from us, away from Tarleton State on Sunday at about five points because they lost some starters to COVID and there was a lot of uncertainty with the team. Uh, but they went out and they dominated. They were the hungry team. They were the more motivated team. And that they're a lot more talented than what you would think of when you think of a D2 team because they were a powerhouse. They dominated teams in D2. So that came to fruition. That was a big win for us. They won 43 to 17. That was a nice, easy one. Um, you know, and, and they all didn't work out. You know, we had the one game on Saturday night that we liked. We had uh, Northern Iowa against uh, South Dakota State, and it was supposed to be a defensive battle. I thought Northern Iowa had the edge on offense. South Dakota State ended up having to start a true freshman quarterback. He ended up driving 80 yards with the game on the line, getting a touchdown. You know, we had, we had three points in our pocket. We had the home dog with three points, ended up losing by four, so we didn't hit that one. So, you know, I like the handicap. And tell you what, if I could go back and do it again, I'd make that freshman quarterback drive 80 yards again and beat me. Um, so, you know, sometimes you don't end up on the right side, but I feel comfortable about 
what I'm learning about these teams and, and what's happening on the field. I love it. Well, like you said, it's football, and it's good football, too, because I've seen a ton of James Madison games, and they're in action on uh, tomorrow at noon. Uh, you know, it's Saturday afternoon, college football. Sign me up anytime. You take a look, as you said, with the the, uh, the Deion Sanders storyline, which is pretty cool. Is he back in action this weekend? He is. He is. I'm not sure if it's Saturday or Sunday, but they are back in action. I'm pretty sure um, they started up. And then, you know, next week we get all the, you know, we get Villanova and we get Delaware and we get some of the local teams that we can root And for. those are so, great programs, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. Villanova's supposed to be top five. I think they lost in the in the second round of the FCS playoffs last year. Um, so they'll be they'll be in the contention. So right. It'll be good. It'll be something good to root for. And 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 correct me if I'm wrong. As far as and this will be the last time I ask you this question because I think I've asked it every single time you've hopped on here talking about the FCS. Um, it's top sixteen, correct? Yeah. Well, it's ten conference winners and then six at large. So um, if you don't win your conference, you still got a shot to get in. You know they take the ten winners from the conferences, and then they take six on top of that. Sixteen teams. You know, they battle it out. And we're going to have a tournament at the end of all this. Absolutely. Which they, it'll, be, it'll be spring madness instead of March madness. And that is phenomenal. Which they do, Division two, Division three. It's been a little while since. I mean, look, you did the Nick Sirianni, Mount Rowan. You know, uh, they were mm-hmm. it's like one of the better programs. They've always competed. St. John's all the way into a, a championship. And I love it. I love watching these uh, in, the, in the snow, the one double A, you know, championship game. And they've, they've played through the playoff bracket. This is what it's all about. So this is, this is really cool. I'll tell you what, a lot of people might not be paying attention now, but you know what's going to happen in a month or so. Oh, they're going to be all over this. But Mark Drumheller is joining us here. He's all over it for us here on The Gambler every Friday at 5.30. Let's go ahead and fire it up. Let's take a look at the DraftKings Sportsbook and take a look at some of these plays. And let's start with James Madison Drum because that is the number one program when it comes to college football on the FCS side of things. They're 38.5-point favorite against Robert Morris tomorrow at noon, 54 half is your total here is there any way you're taking the points there's no way i'm laying the points i would lay i would keep laying this i got this at 35 and a half it's up to 38 and a half i would lay it at 38 and a half i'll probably lay it all the way up to 42 um james madison outside of north dakota state they are the number one team in the fcs 13 that averaged 40 points per game last year so very powerful offense and they had the number one defense in the fcs if anyone's going to contend the you know push the bison's you know, for this FCS title, it's this James Madison team. Uh, last week, you know, they laid 42 points, you know, and ended up coming away with a 52 nothing victory. So there is blowout potential with this team. Quarterback Cole Johnson's a stud, fifth-year senior, 6'5", 213 pounds, big, strong arm, everything you want to see of a quarterback. They got a dynamic running back, per se, a guagwe, obese, 13 rushes, 166 yards last week. Again, powerhouse offense. And I think they're going to score until they decide to stop against this Robert Morris team. Uh, you know, they brought in some transfers from UNC, from UCF, right? Good programs brought them in to anchor down the defense that was already number one in the FCS last year. So I think they're going to be number one again. Uh, Robert Morris isn't scoring that much. I mean, they're a run-first team. They, they don't have a passing attack. They don't get vertical. So I think there's huge blowout potential in this. The question is, how big do you make these lines? I don't think the books made it big enough this week. I'm going to lay the points 
uh, you, you know, with no problem. Anything under 40 is a go. Like I said, I'd probably go all the way up to 42. You get to 42, you can probably find something else to do with your money, right? But <laughs> anything under that, we're going to play James Madison here, and uh, we're going to root for the blowout and a lot of points. I like it. Well, if there's a team that could do it, it's James Madison, that's for sure. All right, let's go to your, your – <laughs> it seems like this is your play every week, Tarleton. Tell me what you like I about <laughs> taking on Dixie State, baby. 27.5-point favorites, Tarleton. Let's go. Why, why do you like them this weekend? They're finally starting to believe. You know, I feel like this is my Coastal Carolina, right? We made a killing bet in Coastal Carolina every week, uh, you know, during the regular football season with college. And I think Carlton's the same kind of team. You know, they were a D2 powerhouse. I spoke about that before. And, you know, teams just don't believe that they can jump to D1 and be successful. But they're playing a team in Dixie State who's D2 as well, making the same jump. So they're playing an inferior opponent. Um, like I said, they blew the game week one. They came back strong in week two and made a huge statement. Um, you know, I love their offense. They lost five starters to COVID, still put up 43 points last week. And, you know, I think that they can continue to get it done against this Dixie State team. Uh, they're in full swing now. Like, this is their third week of playing. You know, you look at Dixie State, right? This is their first game, right? They're coming mm. in. You know, they're running into a buzzsaw here with Tarleton. I think the number is pretty big. I was surprised it was as large as it is. But, again, it's an inferior D2-type opponent. And let's look at Tarleton State and how they dominated in D2, right? Do they have blowout potential? Can they, you know, run away from teams? A uh, couple games that they played last year against D2 teams like Dixie State, uh, they won 56 to 3, 58 to 28, 49 to 7, 66 to 7, and 58 to 3. So they're a no mercy program. They're going to keep playing until the final whistle, and they're going to keep scoring points. And that's what you want when you're taking a favorite, laying this kind of chalk. So I'm sticking with the Texans, Tarleton State, minus 27 and a half. Wow, I got an upset for you because I was wondering do you know what state Dixie State University is in? Geez, that's a tough one. I, I might not. Is it Missouri, <laughs> I would think, right? No, I was going. I was obviously going to South Dixie State, nowhere near there. Utah Dixie State University is in Utah. Honestly, wow. I don't think I've ever heard of Dixie State before, uh, and I was really questioning. Oh, okay, it's in Utah, and then I uh, just pulled this up. Uh, student protesters urge state to change Dixie State University name. That's just yesterday on CNN. <laughs> Because it's just an interesting name, and I was like, Dixie, okay. I just thought definitely Mississippi or something like that. Yeah, something's going on. Something's always going on in Dixie State, but, uh, you know, they're going to. They're going to have their hands full uh, this weekend for sure. I love it. All right, Mark Drumheller, X underscore Drumheller for all of his plays. Mandatory follow as usual. Keeping it moving, Drum. Uh, two more games on your card right here. Let's go to uh, Idaho. Let's talk Idaho. You got them catching five and a half. Eastern Washington, Washington tomorrow. It is five and a half right here on DraftKings Sportsbook. Why do you like the dog in this one? Yeah, this is one that stuck out for me from the jump, right? So you have this Idaho team. They're getting five and a half points at home. They play in a dome, right? So, you know, they, they're going to have some people there. So I like them in this spot. Eastern Washington is a team, 13 straight winning seasons, very successful, right? They're top 12 in some of the polls. They have one of the best quarterbacks in the FCS, Eric Breer. But, you know, it's an air raid type of offense. But the problem is nobody else is coming back. Not a lot of returning production on offense. They lost four of their five offensive linemen. They lost their running back. They lost their receivers. Now, listen, it's, it's an offensive powerhouse program, so they, I'm sure they got receivers to step in. But the offensive line 
worries me. Uh, you know, they're going up against the Idaho team that is lights out on defense. The front seven is lights out. And I think that that's how Idaho can control the control the game um, in this one. I think they can win with their defense. In 2019, these two teams played. Idaho upset them 35-27. to It was a game where they jumped out to a 28-0 lead in the first half behind 250 rushing yards in the first half. They ran the ball right down Eastern Washington's throat. Uh, Eastern Washington, a very weak defense, let up 35 points per game. Their best player, their defensive tackle, not returning. So, that is the kind of characteristics of the team that you see. Okay, air raid, you know, explosive, chucking around the field offense, but weak offensive line, weak defense, and they're going up a team, you know, going up against a team with a real strong front seven, real strong defense, going to play ball control offense at home. It's just too many factors going in the right direction. You know me, I like defense, I like dogs. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking the points here at home with Idaho. I think they can come away with another win or at least keep it close and get the cover. Another program definitely well aware of with Idaho. Uh, Gotta like that. And yes, Mark Drumheller is always with them dogs. Most of the time coming out on top of them dogs too as well. All right, the last and uh, fourth and final play here. X underscore Drumheller, of course. If you got any questions, hit him up. Drum's always live on socials. He'll let you know he's think- what he's thinking on any game that you may have for these FCS uh, weekend in front of us. And we have a game tonight a matter of fact, so Southern University and Alabama State. Any? Did you look at that game at all? Uh, Southern University seven point favorites, fifty one and a half. Game kicks off at seven. Yeah, I did. I looked at it a little bit. A uh, little tough that one. You know what I mean? I mean, I like the favor probably if I was going to take anything, but I think it's lined right. Didn't see a huge advantage in that one, so I took a pass. All right, these other ones are just too juicy. I like it. Okay, well, fourth and final play here. I believe it's Nichols, correct? I've definitely seen this university before. I believe it's Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-L-S, over at Lamar. And Nichols right here on DraftKings Sportsbook, 22.5-point spread in this game. What can you tell us about this game, Mark? Yeah, the Nichols State Colonials, right? Laying a big number, but we're going to lay it. Again, I think this is a huge talent gap between these two teams. You know, Nichols State, two-time defending conference champion, mm. right? Top 10 team in the FCS. Right, They lost in round two of the playoffs last year to North Dakota State. Everybody loses to North Dakota State. No shame in that. Right, They started their season last week against playing a D2 program, Lincoln, out of Missouri. They won 87-3. to Right, So they have no problem running up the score. So, you know, them taking their foot off the gas isn't a concern when laying this number. Uh, Dixon, their leading wide receiver, had 80, um, 80 yards and a touchdown last week. He's their dynamic playmaker. Uh, also, they have a great running back, Julian Gums. Last time they played Lamar in 2018, 152 yards on just 10 carries against this Lamar defense. Nichols State hung 50 in that matchup, 150 to 27. I think there's even a greater talent disparity this time around. Uh, Nichols State continues to get better, while Lamar is expected to be last in the conference this year, uh, depending on the preseason polls. So Lamar got worse, and this is a team, Nichols State, that did whatever they wanted against them previously. Lamar is looking at a pretty much a total rebuild. They got a new head coach, Blaine Morgan, right? Their defense allowed 411 yards per game and they lost everybody. So now they're bringing in people, you know, they got a whole bunch of new faces. The defense didn't work last year. It's just a tough situation. Like I said, new head coach, total rebuild. They don't have a lot of production on either side of the ball, supposed to be last in the conference. So I think there's value here. This thing opened at 19 and a half. I jumped on it 22 and a half now. Still think it's a pretty good play. I'll guarantee there's nobody out there that's been able to do this on the FCS like you. I'll guarantee it. 
I mean, come on, man. You're, I'm, you're, I'm you're, telling you, I love it. Man. <laughs> I do it. I, my biggest problem now is there's just so many games. Yeah. Like it's like out of like now there's like twenty something games on the card. So it's, it gets difficult tearing apart each one. So I'm leaning a little bit on some of the teams I already see play because I already have, you know, a bank of data that I can kind of draw from. But um, it's going to be a lot of fun rolling in these more teams. So it's just short season. All these games matter for these teams. Motivation's key, especially for we talked about some of these top teams that are playing in conferences like Nickel State. You know, they, if they lose a game, they, they might not get into the playoffs. Because they're only there's only six at large bids. So these games matter. They gotta blow out these teams they're better than. Mark Drumheller, best of luck this weekend. We appreciate you always shutting it down on a Friday. We'll continue to follow along as far as betting for breakfast is concerned and at X underscore Drumheller. Fantastic breakdowns and uh, good luck on all your plays, my friend. We'll catch up over the weekend. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. There he is.